and yeah, she agreed to come on. So that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's that probably a like good one. I remember I actually loved your one with Allie on the run where you yeah. guys spent like the first 25 minutes talking, like nerding <laughs> out completely on dance. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess we should talk about running here. But I was like, no, don't stop talking about dance. This is so fun. <laughs> Are you constantly worried about getting injured or you don't know how to get faster as a runner? and you want to continue to run for stress relief, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, the only place that provides you with training tips, injury recovery, and prevention tools with actionable strategies by experts in the running industry so you can develop a stronger running body and feel confident that you can overcome any obstacle as a runner. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty, avid runner, running physical therapist and coach, educator, founder of Spark Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you've been told to stop running with an injury or you think coaching is just for fast runners. Learn more about our signature coaching program at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Every week on the show, we coach you to grow as a runner, just like the process of building a strong, durable home that will last a lifetime requiring little maintenance. The design and planning is your mindset. The foundation is your strength training. The framing is your run plan. The electrical and plumbing is your nutrition. The insulation, drywall, and flooring is your recovery. The landscaping and exterior is your race strategy. If you master the six parts of growing as a runner, your running will be strong and last long, hitting PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Every week, we help a runner just like you build their dream home. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Who knows? You know, maybe we'll have like a behind the scenes bloopers or something. (laughs) That may or may not be one of my questions. (laughs) Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Hello and welcome to episode 200 of the Healthy Runner podcast. I'm your guest host, Carolyn Coffin from Inspired Souls. And I would just like to start out with a great big, huge congratulations to you, Dwayne, as well as your team for reaching this incredible milestone. Welcome to your show. Thank you for having me. Uh, This is really, really awesome and Neat that you uh, agreed to accept my invite to be a guest host (laughs) to celebrate this special occasion. And for those listening to the audio version, I do have an adult beverage that I am uh, celebrating. Left out. (laughs) Yeah, I did not get the memo on the adult beverage. I know, uh, totally last minute. I was walking by the fridge and I was like, you know what? Why not? I haven't done this before ever in the uh, 199 episodes before this. So. Why not uh, have an adult beverage and celebrate this amazing uh, conversation with my friend, Carolyn? Exactly. Okay. Well, as a podcast host myself, I know how much happens behind the scenes to produce episodes each and every week. And the fact that you have 200 high-quality, value-packed, educational, and entertaining episodes in the archives is such an achievement and one that needs to be thoroughly, thoroughly celebrated with adult beverages. And that's exactly what we're here to do today. So are you ready to celebrate? 
I am definitely ready to celebrate. Uh, I'm definitely, and I told you this, you know, I was a little out of my comfort zone here, like not having control, a little bit of a control freak. Um, so, but I, I, I think this will all be best without me knowing what is coming at me yes. here. Um, but yeah, let's do it. Let's celebrate. Yeah. Okay. Well, to be 100% transparent and honest, when you first messaged me about guest hosting this episode, I actually thought it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, He's not serious, but that's a mean joke to be like, just kidding. I don't want you to guest host. Um, but when I finally realized that you were serious, I was so honored and so incredibly humbled. So why don't we just start there? What made you decide to have a guest host for this episode? And why did you think of me for the job? Yeah. So I was actually talking with, um, it was during one of our team calls. Um, and it might've started out with myself and coach Whitney on our call. And then we talked about it kind of, we do, you know, the team gets together every six weeks. Now we used to do like every month. Now we do it like every six weeks where we all hop on a call, uh, you know, talk about what's going on, what kind of, you know, projects do we have that we're working on client wins, you know, things like that. And we always do like podcast update on, you know, guests or, you know, sponsors. Um, so it was kind of end topics, honestly, because we kind of brainstorm topics and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, I wanted to do something different for the 200th. Uh, that was a little different than we did for the 100th episode. And um, I was like, oh, maybe, you know, I'll see if one of my like podcaster friends, um, you know, would like to be a guest host and kind of interview, you know, myself. And mm -hmm. yeah, you were definitely, honestly, uh, one of the first people that came to mind. Um, there's a handful of people that I just feel like, even though we've never met in person, yep. um, <laughs> that, you know, you've been on the Healthy Runner podcast. I've been on your show. Every mm -hmm. conversation we have is like, totally genuine. Like I love the, after we hit stop and record, it's like, we could just keep talking yeah, and talking like and one talking more hour of <laughs> stuff that didn't get recorded. So I just, I just wanted uh, it to be like with someone that I felt like I had a like true connection with true conversation. And yeah, I, it was actually on my list of things to do um, for a couple of weeks because I already, we already talked about it. And um, with my goal marathon race and all of that that was happening leading up to that, um, mm -hmm. that wasn't at the forefront of my mind because I was trying to really double down on my self-care. And Good for uh, you. yeah, you commented on Facebook on my post-marathon post and my brain was like, oh, shoot. I never asked her. And I, I was like, let me just drop it here in the comment section. And I just That's like, why I thought it was a joke. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let me see if she responds to this. And yeah. So thank you for accepting the invite. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Okay. I love to hear that behind the scenes. Um, but yes, one thing that I absolutely love about your podcast is how much you share about yourself and your life and your running journey. And actually, the first time I asked you to be on Inspired Souls, I already felt like I knew you because of how much that you've shared, even though we've never spoken. Actually, at that time, I don't think you knew who I was at all. So is that what we call a para 
social relationship <laughs> at its finest, where <laughs> I feel like I know you and you have no clue that I exist. <laughs> as long as it's not paranormal. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I think, <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, okay. So my goal, my goal with this episode is to have the audience walk away learning something brand new about you, something that they've never known before. And um, some of the behind the scenes, especially of what goes into making a podcast. As a fellow podcast host, I do have some idea. um, And I'd love to hear a little bit more about what goes into making the Healthy Runner podcast. So um, knowing that you are a planner, you've alluded to this already, I figured you'd want to see all of my questions ahead of time. But get this, everyone. Dwayne agreed to give me full control over the episode and therefore he's not seen any of the questions that I'm about to ask him. So all of a sudden you're deeply, deeply regretting that decision, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is tough because I am a planner and I always feel, uh, there are some people who are really talented, by the way, who have podcasts who just go off the cuff and I give them like so much credit. Because I cannot think that quick on the fly. And you will probably know what I'm talking about during this episode. So I'm going to apologize in advance for those that stick around and listen to the whole thing. Um, Hopefully, I don't disappoint. But I did want to have a genuine conversation with Carolyn and make it as real as possible. I have no clue what she's going to ask. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm always up for trying new things. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. (laughs) I don't believe you. I think you're going to knock it out of the park, but are you ready for the first question? I am. Let's do this. What is the square root of 1,378? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Square roots. Yikes. For realsies this time. Okay. Imagine that your friends, family, colleagues, and healthy, healthy Runner podcast community were all gathered in person to celebrate this incredible milestone 200 episodes. Where are we? What are we doing? And what treats are we celebrating with? Wow. That is an awesome question. Wow. <laughs> I, would ha- I would have to say we're at a road race a fun one that we just finished. And now we've broken into a dance party. Like we have some type of like award ceremony. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll have awards for, you know, finishers, top age group, maybe like, I don't know, best costume. I don't know. Best outfit or something like that. And then, then we have a DJ because Scotty's, we like to party. So we (laughs) we have a DJ, we we got the music going. Now we've broken into a dance party and we're just having fun. What songs? Any pumping? anything you could dance to. It's got to have a beat, you know. Yeah. So, okay, I'm down yeah. with it. And what are we eating or drinking? <laughs> um, we could be drinking beer. We could be drinking <laughs> uh, mules, margaritas. Um, yeah, those, those those are usually my go to staples. But uh, yeah, to each his own. You know, whatever yeah. you would like to be drinking. Okay. Um, Water's always good, of course, to hydrate. Yes. <laughs> Electrolyte. I should add that. Uh, if yeah. someone's tuning in for the first time in this podcast, we're like, what? I thought I tuned into like a running pocket. Why did yeah, he like, reference like adult beverages already five times? Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we're, we're at the, I'm digging the road yeah. race dance party vibe. I think, I think we can make this happen. All right. Yeah. And, and I think you said, what are we eating? What are we did eating? Did you ask that? What, like we got to have treats, right? 
Yeah, you definitely have to have treats. Like I would, uh, you know, we definitely we definitely have. We have a huge bowl. Uh, what do you call those? Like mortal and pestle, <laughs> where we make yes. the fresh, where we make the fresh guac, right? We got, we have someone that we've hired now from a restaurant that is making fresh guac, okay. and so he's serving up the guac. We have some chips. Um, you I know, love big it. Fan of big fan of like pot stickers, or you hey, go with like hey. dumplings. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. so you got to do like finger foods, right? Because we're at a party. We're not going to like you know like have a five course you know meal, right? right. Yeah, I you want to snack, drink, dance, right? And you, you can't eat for that long because we're dancing. Yeah, we got we need the fuel to keep on dancing. So I think the the nachos and guac is is perfect. I love it. And what about like, is there a healthy runner like cake that we're celebrating with? Or are you more of like an ice cream guy? Like what what are we? Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm not right? an ice cream guy. Um, however, I am a big fan of like the almond milk ice creams and coconut okay. milk. But right. yeah, I would say anything apple that we can make mm. dairy free is especially really good. So okay. whether it's an apple pie or, you know, like vegan cupcakes, there's an amazing place near near me, <laughs> Mr. D is that's where Coach Latoya and I, we actually do our our one on one coaching calls, not on Zoom. We actually meet oh. at Mr. D's because uh, we love it, we love it so much and she's also vegan. So uh yeah. Okay. So vegan cupcakes. Yeah, that it, it's gotta be a good vegan cupcake though. Not none of those right. rock hard like Mm-mm. ones, this one of Mr. D's Wallingford, Connecticut, shout out. Uh, <laughs> they are very, uh, very moist. Uh, they're like really good, really Excellent. good vegan cupcake for those that There's are like a in the Connecticut area. The door for Mr. D's <laughs> cupcakes now. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm liking this. I'm liking the sounds of this. I think we can make this happen. And uh, doesn't this sound like fun, everyone? Like, wow. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so that's like our little warm up round. Now I want to know everything. Oh my goodness. As a fellow podcast host, I want to know everything about what's behind the scenes in your podcast. So I scrolled all the way back in preparation for this episode to your very first episode, which aired on February 25th, 2020. And the episode was intro intro to becoming a healthy runner. My story, 16 minutes. Have you ever, (laughs) what I want to know is, have you ever gone back to listen to this episode? No, I have not. <laughs> and you know, it probably took me five hours to record that episode. <laughs> really? Okay. But, oh, and yeah. it was a solo episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so why did it take you that long? Okay. Tell me more about that. Because I was just starting the podcast and I had no clue what I was doing. I didn't even know like, how do you talk into a microphone? And I wasn't doing video. So I was literally talking to my computer. It was kind of weird. And so weird, yeah, I figured... I'll give an intro episode. How do I do this? What do I say? What's, you know, uh, the whole point was to, yeah, provide a little intro. Cause I, I, it's kind of a little bit of my pet peeve and I feel bad if, <laughs> no, you guys did an intro episode. Cause I remember that when Kim interviewed you, you interviewed Kim because I had listened to that. But when I hear an episode on a podcast and then I'm like, oh, this is a good podcast. I'll start listening. And then I'm like, I want to know more about these people. Like, I want to go back to the first episode or the intro episode to learn more. And I go to the intro episode and it's like straight up content. And it's like a deep dive on a specific topic. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. Like, I want to learn, like, who is this person? Like, I want to learn a little bit more about you. So that was my whole goal of that episode. Um, Yes. No, it was great. I thought it was great, but I know that 
I have never listened to that episode where Kim interviewed me because it's like, to quote my daughter, cringe. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if I listened to it now, I'd be like, oh, my goodness, that was terrible. (laughs) But we're always our own worst critics. I thought it was great. But here's another thing. So we always send our guests a a complete, um, the complete version of the episode before it ever airs for them to sort of give their like thumbs up, thumbs down or whatever. And they all, I would say like close to a hundred percent of our guests say like, it's good, like go ahead and air it. But like, I hate the sound of my own voice. Let me ask you this. Do you like the sound of your own voice, hate it, or are you completely just used to it by now after 200 episodes? Yeah, I was shaking my head no uh, as before you even finished the question because I don't and I still don't, but I've definitely become more um, used to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm okay with it now. Whereas in the beginning, I definitely did not like it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But we all have our own voice, right? And it's unique to us. So I think we, like you said, are our own worst critics. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been more comfortable with hearing hearing my voice. And I have gone back to listen to certain episodes, just not that one. Um, and definitely not some of the older, older ones. Um, but sometimes I will listen just to make sure everything worked out okay. And (laughs) something didn't sound really weird. And there are sometimes I pick up on things and then I'll like shoot Allie a message, um, who edits Mm -hmm. all the episodes and I'll be like, Oh, there was like some weird thing that happened here. Uh, can we go back and uh, fix this? Yeah. Uh, so I do listen to certain episodes and, you know, definitely, you know, conversations that I would really enjoy listening again. And like, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll have a conversation with someone and I go back and I'm listening now and I'm like, wow, I totally didn't even pick up during the actual conversation yes. because I was either thinking about where we were going next or, you know, whatever, like, I didn't even realize they said that. And I'm like, oh my God, how did I not pick up on that? Like, I should have like asked some follow-up question there or like, I literally did not know that they actually responded in that fashion. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) I get so much more out of the, the replay of the episode than I did the first time around. Okay. I'm like nodding my head to everything you just said, because it's people think, or maybe I'm projecting, but I used to think before I ever became a podcast, I was like, how hard going to be? You're just asking questions, but like you're listening, you're like watching the time, you're wondering like, like, where do we go next? Like, like you're saying. And so if you listen back, you're like, I don't even remember having this conversation. Like, is that how it is for you sometimes? Like, I don't even remember, or I did like, of course you remember having the conversation, but you get so much more out of it or in such a different way you get things out of it by just listening on your run, let's say. Right. Yeah. And it's, I, I appreciate the answers of the guests so much more. Yes. Where I was like in the moment, cause like you said, I was, I'm thinking about multiple things and even, I don't even know it, it was probably over a hundred episodes when I was doing them live on Facebook. So I now know. not only did I have like time going but i had like comments people putting comments in i'm like know how literally you typing and responding to people in the moment i'm dropping links i'm dropping resources as we're doing it um so that was definitely a lot more that. <laughs> that was a lot wow. more distracting um That's so yeah level. i definitely appreciate um listening to it but yeah, yeah i don't necessarily 
love hearing my voice. Okay. All right. Well, let's dive deeper into just kind of that, like what goes into making a one hour podcast, like that final product that we get to hear each week, like in your estimation, how many hours of like prep work and post-production work would you do for like a one hour episode? And that could be somebody that could be actually you researching, preparing, asking questions, or the person, like people that you pay, you know, to that are on your team to produce it for you. What would be your best guess? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I haven't honestly put a number to it, Mm -hmm. but I could tell you, let's just say researching, brainstorming ideas, right? If we wanted to theme some content around or had a potential uh, ask of certain guests. So it's a matter of myself messaging those guests, seeing if they would be willing to come on, right? And then it's usually a back and forth exchange of topics, clarifying the topics and then, you know, creating the room in which we're in on the platform that I use to record the episodes, right? Sending them the link. Um, and then it's prepping the outline really of like, if I am having guests just because I'm such a planner and I do feel like it usually goes better. Um, if I know in advance kind of where we're going, like what's mm-hmm. the direction that this chat is going to take us on. Um, so I will, you know, get some questions in advance. So I, I do some research and I look at, you know, what does the running community really want to know about this topic? So mm-hmm. let's just say we're talking about tempo runs. I don't know. Or we're talking about, let's go injury. We're talking about runner's knee you know, maybe I'll Google, right? I'll do a little Intel. Uh, I'll go on YouTube. I'll see like, what are people, you know, viewing on YouTube that relates to runner's knee? Or, you know, what are they Googling? Like, what are the common, you know, questions that -hmm. people are asking regarding this topic? And let me make sure that we hit upon these questions in some form or format. So that's kind of the research and kind of outlining uh, the podcast, the questions, Um, For guests, if I'm doing a solo episode, it's a little bit more research and then also getting all of my thoughts in line. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some episodes I script a little bit more than others, and I found it helpful to script if, because I always, in the beginning, I really didn't script anything. I did kind of talk more off the cuff because I was going live anyway. You can't really script a live. Um, So... (laughs) Then there was always, you know, I would, you know, think about, oh, I should have added this. I should have done that. And now as we've built out more resources that are evergreen for runners, so whether it's the downloadable PDFs, whether it's going to be a video episode that lives on YouTube that is highly watched or searched on YouTube. And, you know, like there's a random episode I did on posterior tibial tendinopathy. It's mm-hmm. literally the most viewed video on YouTube because apparently wow. there's not a lot of content <laughs> for posterior tibial tendonitis and runners. And like, I think it's terrible content, like, cause it was way in the beginning, right? Yeah. It was like way in the beginning, like totally nothing planned off the cuff. It was live, wow. but people are like commenting in the comments on YouTube. Like it's got the most comments of any video on YouTube. And I like feel bad. And there was a couple of people like, you know, they were like, yeah, this is a really good content. And I'm like, I agree. Thank you. Uh, but <laughs> But it has helped like many people out there um, who are struggling with that. 
but I always go back and I'm like, ooh, I wish I did script that one out, for instance. Like if I could go <laughs> ahead and do it again, eventually yeah. I will need to make a new one that is a little bit better formatted and you know makes a little bit more sense. But um, yeah, I try to, the solo ones maybe have more structure around it. And then that makes it easier on me where I don't, you know, I, I kind of know what's coming. I've already thought out almost like the whole episode in my head. I've put it to paper. It's not like I need to read the paper necessarily, but I can view it for notes, right? And kind of right. go by that and try to make it as authentic as possible and add in lines here and there. It's not like I'm literally reading from the script, only from the script, but it makes it all better in my mind. And mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. like I've, I'm able to really call attention and, and, and also like the references. And yeah. that, that is something that people comment on and they appreciate, which I like because it does take me extra time to do that. For <laughs> to sure. Go yeah. Back and if we're talking poster to be old, 10 nice, let's say, and I'm referencing another uh, episode on how to improve, you know, ankle mobility or my best foam roller exercise for runners for their calf muscle who have tight calves, right? I, I'll kind of reference like that episode or that like link to the blog that you can get the download um, in the episode. So to really streamline and like synthesize the information, because in my brain, it's all there. It's like this huge yeah. resource library, like ecosystem. And for someone who's just coming on board, they don't realize like we already done that a year, year and a half ago. And so I would like to direct them to like, hey, if you have this problem, go here. If you have this right. problem, go here. Um, mm -hmm. This is going to be a valuable resource for you. Um, so that's why yeah, I like I, to kind of script and plan those out. I appreciate that about your podcast. Like you always link back to other episodes that might be relevant to the conversation that you're having. But I hear you when like that's the solo episodes where you get to be in charge, like you know what's coming, you know what you're going to say. Um, that's almost a little bit easier in some ways than having a guest because then it's like a little bit of uncertainty, like what are they going to say? And I feed off of them. And so when you have a guest, like I have so many questions about guests, like how do you even decide on what guests to have? Is there somebody in your life who acts as a little bit of a sounding board or gives you guest suggestions or are guests reaching out to you? Hey, can I come on your podcast? Like, how does that all work? Well, there's definitely people that reach out to come on the podcast. And I would probably say 90%, 95% of them, <laughs> I really don't accept their invite or wouldn't be appropriate to come on the podcast. So it is more cold calls, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. Cold emails. Um, and you can really sniff them out. It's really not hard, um, you know, based upon like the template email they send and, you know, their stuff may not even relate to running at all. Like some of the things you get, it's like, I don't know, like someone who's like, you know, a finance expert or something. And I'm like, what? Like, you think this is going to be like, Do my audience is going to want to tune in? Is about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I honestly, it's rare that someone cold calls or cold messages. Um, and I actually accept, actually, I actually distinctively remember when you sent me a, I'm pretty sure you correct me if I'm wrong, a Facebook messenger message, like way in the beginning about, and I think this is when you started your podcast, by the way. 
like congratulations on three years. I just heard that the other Thank day you. on your podcast. Like, yeah, kudos to you and Kim. Uh, that's huge. You. That's like a huge accomplishment. And I don't even know, do you say happy birthday or do you say happy anniversary? What, what do you I say to that? I think probably happy anniversary, but I've never really thought about it. Such a good question. Yeah. Ha- I would say happy anniversary. Okay. Because I, I get confused with that myself. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> to celebrate. Uh, I hit three years last February. And um, yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, do we say happy birthday? Happy anniversary? <laughs> like it was it was born, right? It was like the birth. I don't know. Really? I think yeah. I think I did happy birthday last year. So Okay. apologize okay. if I, I was wrong. <laughs> I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. And I don't think I've ever really thought about it. So I think they're both right in this case. Yeah. So I forgot what the original question was. What was um, the original question? The original question was about guests and how you curate them oh, yeah. and, and get them on. Yeah. So um, for the most part, it, it is usually me reaching out, but my team on those kind of team meetings that I mentioned usually will have like, Hey, is there anyone, you know, who, right. who you'd like to see on the podcast and um, whether or not we can connect with those individuals. Um, but it is really just kind of, I'm a big podcast listener. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, the people that I've listened to in the past or who I have been listening to, um, I'm like, Hey, let's just reach out and see if they would like to come on my show. Um, so that's really how those things happen is me Mm -hmm. just reaching out to them and, you know, hopefully they say yes. And if they don't, I'm okay with it now because I understand. And yeah, again, I've definitely declined more people than, you know, accepted who reach out to me and I, I don't take it personal anymore. In the beginning, it was tough right. though, right? Because yes. like, you take all this time and energy to like craft this email. You put like thought into it. Yep. You're like, okay, how do I not make this sound like I just like copied and pasted something and yep. like that I genuinely follow their content. Um, right. I listen to their podcast. Like I'm a big fan of their work and mm-hmm you know, you're like, put yourself out there. And then, you know, if they don't respond to you, um, which happens, then you, like now I don't take it personal by any means, right. but yeah, well, it I is think- me reaching out usually, or just connecting with different individuals, whether it is like at a professional conference, like that's how I'll bring up most yeah. of the PTs that yep. I've had on the show, um, is kind of professional PT world. And then as far as, um, you know, other run podcasters. Yeah, it is more of, I hear about their show. I see a post that they made on Instagram or something. And then I'm like, oh, let me give this podcast a try. And Mm -hmm. if I like kind of the content they have, I like their style. It seems like we would jive, start listening, and then I'll send them a message. Yeah. I think you were starting to talk about the message that I sent to you over Facebook messenger. Did you finish that thought? (laughs) That's right. Um, yeah, I, I feel like you kind of cold messaged me in the the beginning, right? And I was like, "Oh, who is this? I don't. I've never heard of the Inspired Souls podcast. Let me give it a try." And you know, I listened to the episodes. I was like, "This is great." And I probably uh, dropped that first message. I feel like there was a time lag, like months or something. It probably <laughs> <Yeah>. happened. <laughs> and I, I apologize. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize. Um, but yeah, like that's where, like timing wise, right? Like at that time point, it wasn't fitting in my plan because it was probably even honestly before I was taking on a lot of guests. Yeah. And 
it was just like trying to get the podcast up and running was like the main focus and mm-hmm. content. And I was just like, you know, almost like overwhelmed around. by it all. Yes. Like mm-hmm. a chicken without a head. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, okay. I forget how we, uh, I don't even remember. Do you remember how we, well, you, did you send me I, a second message? I didn't because okay. I, I'm still not at the point. Like if somebody doesn't, right back i'm like oh well i asked them and they like i'm not I sh- <laughs> to no, the point you need where to, though. You i know because i know it just ends up low down and that people forget about it and so you know sometimes i guess i will reach back out but i don't think i did with you i think you responded back in a in a reasonable amount of time and i was so excited but, um so let me ask you this because you're one of those people where i'm like i'll ask and i told kim i'm like i'll ask but <laughs> he might say no he might ignore my email um but then you said yes and it was so exciting so has there been anybody like that for you where you're like i'm just gonna send the email but like i don't expect them to say yes does anyone come to mind yeah, I would say probably the latest uh, person was Tina Muir that I've had on the show recently. I loved that episode. By um, the way. She's like, I've literally subscribed to her email list for probably like four years. Yes. Right. And yes. <laughs> have listened to many of her episodes, have heard her on many other shows that, you know, either I've been on or they've been on my show. So she was a person that, you know, I literally actually replied to her like, email blast right so like i know Mm -hmm. it came from her email system you know it wasn't like her personal email i literally hit reply and responded back to it and was like hey would you be willing i've been following i've been on your email list as a subscriber for years following your work i know you have your new book i would love to like talk about i just bought it myself um and yeah she agreed to come on so that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's that was probably such a like a good one. I remember I actually loved your one with Allie on the run where you yeah. guys spent like the first 25 minutes talking, like nerding <laughs> out completely on dance. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess we should talk about running here. But I was like, no, don't stop talking about dance. This is so fun. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good one. Um, so do you get ever like nervous or starstruck? Like with Tina Muir, for example, recently, are you like, oh my gosh, and I, I know you said like you were transparent about the fact that I'm not done your book yet. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. Like if experts come on and they have books and podcasts and things, you know, it's like, that's a lot of work behind the scenes to get ready for. Right. And then ask thoughtful questions about, but you just straight up, like, I'm not done it. I'm not all the way through yet. And you still asked amazing questions. Like, have, have you ever kind of like, is there anything that might like, fall in the blooper reel category where you're like, oh my gosh, I totally screwed up or I wasn't prepared or I I forgot to like select my microphone and the sound quality is awful. Like, has there been anything like that you not regret, but something that would fall in the blooper reel category? Luckily, not with someone who kind of had like a big following audience like you know that was starstruck like just getting to like have honestly conversations with like tina or Allie or like steph flippin who i've had on the show you know twice for like you know i just am grateful to like have those conversations um you know even like jason fitzgerald like just getting to like talk to him and and just like chat about stuff that we love um is just like i'm super grateful for that right so um, 
luckily no big bloopers have happened with those, but you know, things that made it like easier and, and Tina's awesome with that too. And like, I've heard her interview, right? Like Steve Magnus, like, you know, some like, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, like some big, big, huge names. And she talks about herself, like being vulnerable. So like, that's how I felt like talking yep. to her. Right. So you realize like, we're all just human. people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all human. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it is all, we're all at different stages and points of whatever journey that we're on, whether it is, you know, professionally uh, podcasting journey, running journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's been where we were, right? If we always yeah. feel like we're never enough, right? Or we're not at this person's level. Um, we're all the same. We're all human. We've all been there before. Like no one's going to judge. Um, but yeah, we've had a couple of definitely technical issues. Um, luckily more with in-house guests. <laughs> so there's a couple I could think about. I, I did a really, really, um, jam value packed episode with coach Lou on our team. Who's kind of like our marathon and speed specialist on our team. Um, and it was like 10 marathon training mistakes to avoid or something like that. And we did it in early summer. I remember it was like before, like people would start marathon training. So I'm like, Oh, it's just like seasonal content. This is like perfect. You know, people are starting to train for their fall marathons. This is like going to be awesome. And for some reason where I record the podcast, the system was not working that day. We tried three different times and it starts recording and then it just like stops. So it was like the third time and I'm like, oh man. So we just went to- It doesn't sound authentic anymore. We just went to like Google Meet, unfortunately, to get Um, a something recorded. So the audio is not great because it's mm -hmm. Google Meet and it's- uh, yeah, and the video quality isn't great on YouTube. I actually just uh, actually published it like two weeks ago because it was sitting in draft for so long because mm-hmm. Ali, our editor, was like, this is not like the quality that we usually publish. Like, I don't know what you want to do. But I'm like, the content is so good, though. The information is so good. So yes. I'm like, so I kind of like outweighed, like, even though the video quality looks kind of poor, the audio quality sounds like it's, you know, you're on like a a zoom call basically like it's breaking in and out mm-hmm. um i was like the the content is still like hugely impactful so yeah. i'm like let's just hit publish and whatever yeah. it's 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 going to help someone so if they can get through it um but yeah those things have happened and, and the same thing with coach latoya there was one that we did really i think it was actually first marathon perhaps or no no it was a foundational episode so part of like the six steps to growing as a runner and talking about the easy run and how to actually like do the easy run and like and tips for that and it was super value-packed it's like foundational i want to link it in my pdf and all of that and for some reason my video did not come out at all so unfortunately, we don't have a video of it, um, but we have only the audio file uh, that someone can listen to on the podcast. So at least we have something, right. but I'm a little right. upset that we don't have the video of it because there was like a tech issue where my video yeah. actually did not come out. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, some of those can have the opposite effect. Like we're worried about, oh gosh, like this, this is not my normal high quality stuff. I don't want to put it out. Um, But I think in the end, what it can do is make people appreciate, wow, usually this podcast 
is amazing. The sound quality is like, I don't think you really appreciate good sound quality until you hear bad sound quality. (laughs) So if you put out bad, like I know sometimes like podcast hosts will do like a live show at the major marathons and they'll put that audio out on their podcast. And then you realize, yeah, that does sound different than their normal show. And wow, I appreciate their normal show even more now, you know? So I think in the end, it can actually give them an appreciation for what a good show sounds like. So um, you've interviewed so many great experts, um, people at the top of their field. I'm curious if you can remember anyone in particular who stands out that's like influenced you, influenced the way that you've thought about coaching or and or the way that you've approached your own training and life like you maybe like changed your mind about something because of what this person shared hmm. <laughs> yeah another another great uh <clears throat> i it is i can definitely think about you know the episodes that i've done where it has been really impactful like i've walked away from it like wow that was like a great conversation or like that was a truly authentic conversation and i guess you know i would have to say the second episode that i did with stephanie flippin um where she really kind of talked about like loss grieving and then her injury and was like just so raw and authentic and coming from someone who is a medical professional, she is a surgeon, um, a pro trail runner, and just hearing how she talked about all those things that we can all relate to. And like, Mm -hmm. for me, you know, I related with like the grief and the loss of my mom and, you know, just seeing someone who is, you know, at at the top of their sport, right. They're a pro runner. And then just sharing how she had her first injury and like, the setbacks and like how she managed that, but it made her stronger. Like after that. Yes. Yes. It definitely gave me more of an appreciation for running. Isn't only about training and it's not only about doing the right training plan. Right. And totally. for me right now, like the last couple of years and you and I have message about this um, is like, I'm on this marathon journey, right? Where I'm fairly novice to it, right? So it's not only about like finding the right marathon plan per se or training program, but mm-hmm. there's so many other variables. And like that episode really opened my eyes to that because it was like hearing her story and how, you know, the personal stressors were wound up affecting her physically. And yep. led to her first injury and then not being able to run for, you know, as the bone was healing for this period of time and then mm-hmm. building back up. And it just kind of gave me more of an appreciation that definitely, you know, the personal stressors, the mind, right? Like how much that does play a role in us achieving our running goals. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that one probably was like, the most impactful, I would say, where it really shifted a lot of my thinking. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so, yeah, Yeah, if I had to say one episode per se, it'd be that one. 
Yeah. And lately I've heard you talking more about like that, the importance of that self-care piece, because I think didn't that play a little bit into, you know, your second marathon and and just kind of getting all wound up. And so like the meditation, and we've had a mutual guest on Rebecca Doring. Yeah. And I think you said, I think you told me in a message before that that one was impactful for you very much so. And so like the sleep and the self-care and the meditation and just like calming activities, because we're so good as, you know, PTs and runners and everything to just like go, go, go. But it's that parasympathetic that's slowing down so maybe you could say more about that uh, Rebecca during uh, oh my goodness interview was great yeah no because this is actually perfect because I totally forgot that I was introduced by Rebecca by listening to her on your show <laughs> and hearing her on inspired souls and I was like wow this episode's like amazing this is like really cool and she did a whole like meditation on mm-hmm. your show mm-hmm. and I was like wow that's a neat idea like and then at the end, it was like, oh, I'm in Connecticut. I'm like, what? She literally lives in my state. And so then t- going back to your previous question about reaching out to guests. So then I messaged her. It was like, hey, you I heard your her. episodes. <laughs> I cold called her, cold messaged her. Hey, I heard you on Carolyn and Kim's podcast. I love their show. Um, you know, they're friends of my show. Would you, you know, want to come on the Healthy Runner podcast? And, and, that is so weird because I need to thank you because if you didn't have her on your show, I would have never listened to it. I would have never like opened up my world to what she does and then actually implement because she has a lot of great free meditation trainings that I do on a daily basis. And like, I would have never started like implementing that practice into my self-care routine. So thank you. Like, like, no, seriously, like think about the impact that you've made because you don't realize that like you've impacted me inadvertently because I would have never done the self-care strategies that was like successful at kind of calming the mind and Mm -hmm. doing more self-care before my goal marathon race if you didn't have her on your show. So I I owe all of my marathon success to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that's hard. But it is kind of cool, like the impact that we can make that we don't even necessarily know we're making in the moment. For me, anyway, that's the coolest thing about being a podcast host. It's it's awesome. And you may never know, like I may have never known that unless we were just having this conversation, right? And so sometimes I'm like how could I do more good in the world? Like I'll just go and rate and review somebody's podcast that I've been listening to and loving for years and years and years. And it just like, I never tell them that I love it, you know? So it's like, what's one thing that I can do to help them? So on that note, like what's one thing that we can do to, besides listening to the Healthy Runner podcast, what's one thing that we can do to support you and spread the love? Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Um, Yeah. The, Definitely, if you rate and review, you know, on Apple or Spotify, it does go a long way. And I do, you know, put that call to action a lot of times in the episodes. But it is really, honestly, just sharing the link with another runner because someone, you know, that you care about, like if a friend of mine or someone in my family sent me something, was like, hey, you should probably like listen to this or this is going to help you. Um, Mm -hmm. Someone who's struggling in their marathon journey or they keep getting injured, right? Like that's the best thing we could do is just share, Hey, this has been helpful for me. So just like having Rebecca on your show, right? Like that was helpful. And I was like, wow, this is helpful for me. So it probably can help 
the people who are listening to this podcast right now, let me share that with the rest of the listeners. Like we all can do that who are listening to, you know, other shows is just share it with someone you think would benefit, right? You got to know someone in your running circle. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So can I give a shameless plug for everyone to review the Inspired Souls podcast after you all listen to and the it, Inspired Souls podcast. And Healthy Runner podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't listened to Carolyn and Kim's podcast, I highly recommend it, especially if you like podcasts of other, we're going to call them like quote unquote normal runner stories, because you guys do a, a lot more of that than I do on my show. And I love that. And if you like to be inspired by other runners, just like you, and like hear their stories and their journeys. You guys do such a great job at asking like great questions and really getting into those stories. And it must honestly take a lot of work on your end to prepare for that many guests that you have. Um, So Mm -hmm. kudos to you. Well, thank you. And this is not about me, but I do appreciate, (laughs) I do appreciate that. And I do, I mean, that's the whole reason we started it, right? Like everybody has a story and it's awesome and it's cool and we can learn from it. So that's sort of the, the the why, I guess, behind the podcast. But back to you. <laughs> um, one other thing that the listeners may not know that we share in common is that we are uh, physiotherapists turned run coaches and podcast hosts. Like how, like, what are the odds, first of all, of that combination? Like how, how random, but, um, my question for you is, do you think you've made a bigger impact on the one-on-one clients you've had through your PT office and your PT career or the people you've helped as a podcast host slash run coach? Yeah, I would have never, um, said this answer like five years ago. I certainly would have never, I would have thought you were crazy 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is amazing how much more of an impact that I've been able to make um, with the podcast virtually, whether it is yes. someone listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, um, than I've ever been able to help one on one in the clinic. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say the latter um, yes. is true. Isn't that wild? It's just it like you have a platform and you can make such an impact. And I think I even heard you say you started making the videos for the YouTube channel just for your own clients. Here, go. Here's the exercises. Do them. Yeah. You know, here they are. And then it's like, wow, this could be linked back, you know, on the podcast. Like go and watch the YouTube channel. I, it's way easier to watch a video of someone doing an exercise than to try to explain in audio how to do an <laughs> exercise, right? So um, very, very cool. Uh, will, fine- I'm sorry. I, I just need to interject because you'll appreciate this. Like right here on my little to-do list here, uh, my post-it note, um, I have edit description, YouTube, <laughs> hip drops, Achilles progression, <laughs> because I just gave this to a client the other day. And I looked at the description of the YouTube video and I'm like, wow, it shows like (laughs) the, it shows when I created it like three years ago. Right. But it's still a phenomenal exercise to like activate the glute med in single leg stance position. And I'm like, yeah, I got to edit this description now that I know a little bit more about YouTube, but like you can see like all the old language. It's like, yeah, it's pretty bad now looking back at it, but um, yeah, those things, those things 
they're, you know, evergreen, right? So there are certain principles, there's certain content, right, that will create that so it's going to impact someone in like five years from now or 10 years from yep. now. And we're not even going to know that person. That's why mm-hmm. I actually love actually getting on um, calls with everyone who's going to join our like one-on-one program because like you can't just sign up for a one-on-one program. Like you have to hop on a call with me, right? And like, we mm-hmm. need to make sure it's a good fit, right? Mm-hmm. And to make sure that this is, I know that this program is what you need and you're the right type of person who's going to be successful with our program. And I just love, I love those calls because it's usually people who have been listening to podcasts for a while. And it's just so nice to actually like hear from someone who has been quote unquote lurking in the background, right? Like I just see numbers of people listening, but I don't know who they are. Like if these are real people or what is it just like, I don't know, random phones are playing, you know, on the podcast app. Um, (laughs) But it's just so nice to like actually talk to the human and like learn about the person who has been listening. I know it's, oh, that's awesome. And and that kind of leads into one of my next questions here. So we've talked about this a bit already, but if you're like me, you have a much better memory for things that went wrong than for things that go right. So you're probably not going to like this next question because I'm going to ask oh, you boy. to toot your own horn a little bit, but oh. um, I'm the host. So you have to do whatever I say today. You gave me that permission. <laughs> um, what is one of the nicest compliments that you've received from a listener or somebody that's gone through one of your programs? I, I definitely can think of a couple of clients that have reached out to me and their message kind of said it all on how desperate they were, like how important running was to them. And they've seen so many doctors, PTs, and they basically were told like running is not for you. Yes. You know, you just that, need to those stop devastating running. words. And you know, it's just not in the cards. And there's this client, I'm going to give her a shout out, Mary, right now, who is actually running New York this coming weekend. Good um, luck, Mary. This will, and it's going to be our first it official airs. marathon. And she's been working so hard for like many years and she came so close. But every time, like right when she got to her 20 miler, she got injured. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it just spiraled downward, never did a marathon. And she's like just such a hard worker and she like follows everything. She's, um, she's actually a physician and she's like, she just like gets stuff and she realizes like the limitations that we have in our healthcare system. Right. And just kind of for what she's looking to do. And, you know, we got her pain free and it was like, you know, the stubborn hamstring PHT issue. And, you know, she kind of went through that whole, like my 16 week program to get pain free. And then it was like, oh, okay, now you're pain free. So now let's work on training. And typically most clients in our program will transition, whereas they don't necessarily need me, right? Like as they're running physio and coach to like work with them on training because now they're healthy. So now it's like, okay, we have a team of coaches and based upon what someone's 
like personality, honestly, right? What their goals mm-hmm. are, specialty, if they're, you know, really quote unquote fast runner and, you know, they have some like marathon goals and they want to beat you and stuff. And I'm like, okay, Coach Lou, Coach Whitney, right? <laughs> if they're like, you know, someone who is more on the beginner runner side, we have a coach for that. If someone's more into trails, then we have a coach for that. If, right? So like, That's then amazing. I see like who the, the perfect fit is for that person. And then I can kind of be on like, you know, the side of the stage here. And I'm like kind of hearing, getting updates from the coaches. I'm like watching from afar. And then if for some reason, like they have some niggles, they have some aches and pains and, you know, we do a three-way call a message and, you know, I kind of chime in because I'm very familiar with that person. Right. Um, but for Mary, like she wanted to work with me and I like, I just love working with her so much where I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, yes, let's do this. Let's train for New York. And I have a couple of clients like that. And which I love too, because <laughs> usually the people that I'm working with are in some type of pain. Right. And our main <laughs> focus is getting out of the pain and kind of building right pain-free running and getting consistent <laughs> not necessarily adding a whole lot of speed work. So it's been really fun to actually do like marathon uh, training with a couple of clients. I get to get Sarah right now, who's about to kill her Richmond marathon coming up um, who, you know, we're doing like some hard, like fast and, you know, really high quality training um, and they're staying pain free. And so I don't even remember what the original question was, but well, just I, I just went on a, a Mary. Rant. So Mary gave you a compliment, probably. <laughs> I totally because... side sidestepped the whole compliment thing, didn't I? <laughs> I knew this would be a hard question for you. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was when I remember Mary's original message and hearing your episodes have been so helpful at me realizing like what I need to do for PhD and hamstring pain, mm-hmm. and I know this program is what I need. I really want to work with you. And then it was a matter of me like actually getting on a call with her to be like, okay, is Mary like someone I, I, I'm going to dread working with, right? Like I need to make sure, right? Like, let's be honest. Like we need to make sure that it's a good fit for both of us. Um, and it, I knew it was a perfect fit, like on the uh-huh. call. And, um, so, but she had a lot of compliments, I guess, to give in that mm-hmm. coming from like a physician standpoint and a healthcare provider. Um, standpoint where she actually has like two specialties, which is kind of rare in her field. Um, she saw the specialties of being a running physio and a run coach. And yes. she valued that and was like, you produce um, so much content for like the running community. You don't understand like how valuable that is. And she actually created her own podcast at a time where, and she saw like how, like, yeah, it's, it's, hard work to like keep it going. Right. So she really valued that aspect and, and she had a lot of positive things to say. So I was thinking of Mary when you asked that question. Amazing. I hope you are enjoying this episode and it is providing value for you. I wanted to take a brief moment to share a story of a real runner like you who is struggling with a common problem that you may be facing. Here is one of our athletes who got the guidance, support, and accountability from our Healthy Runner coaching team to get clarity and structure on the six steps to growing as a runner with personalized strength, nutrition, and run plans. I hope their story inspires you that there is hope to either get over your running injury or to continue getting faster or running longer so you can continue to get in those mental clearing miles and enjoy your running journey again. Here is their inspiring story. 
10 months ago, I injured myself, pulled a glute muscle uh, one week prior to the Detroit Marathon, which I had been training for four months to run. And I was unable to run the marathon. And uh, long story short, after a couple of false starts with some other coaches and um, another physical therapist, I Googled um, Dwayne and found him online and set up a meeting with him. And we started right away on the 16 week return to run recovery program in March of 2023. And I um, completed that program and am now three weeks into marathon training for the New York City Marathon with him. And I just completed a 12 mile run without, um, without pain. I will say that I knew what I had to do, but I didn't know, I knew, I knew, I knew what recipe I wanted to make, but I didn't know what the ingredients were or the measurements. And uh, Dwayne gives that to you. He basically um, gives you the, the, the right proportions of running and strength training in the right progression over the right period of time in order to help you recover. And he does it in a very um, uh, tailored to you way. So this was um, very much, this program was very much designed for me. And now I'm running again uh, and my hip stabilizers and my hamstrings are stronger than ever. So uh, I owe, I owe Dwayne a lot. Um, I wouldn't hesitate to recommend him to any, any uh, middle-aged runner with injuries or really any runner at all. I hope sharing that story inspired you and provided you some hope. If you want the one-on-one -on -one structure, accountability, and support from our Healthy Runner coaching team of experts, check out the behind-the-scenes video tour of our signature coaching program you just heard about, including other stories from runners who are just like you and were struggling with the same sticking points before they signed up for our program. Just head to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com to learn more and book your strategy call with me today. Now let's get back into this episode. Okay, I diverted well, in like 10 different directions. Shout out, Mary. Good <laughs> luck at the New York City Marathon this weekend. Yes, she's got um, this. She does. She is so ready though. She really is. She's so ready. Isn't that so fun to take someone on a journey? Because like when you take someone on for run coaching, it's like you see their potential. Like as a run coach, you're just like everyone's you, like you're the cheerleader for them, right? You know what you can un unlock in them if they follow the process and, you know, and communicate with you and everything. So can you, can some, I just say, uh, every time you say that word on your podcast, I was like, and you guys probably didn't even, uh, we didn't talk about this in the beginning, but you are a Canadian physio, right? Turned coach. So you live in Canada, but process, <laughs> process, oh. like we say here, but process every time. That's like such a Canadian thing though, right? Like anytime someone says that. that word, it always triggers to me like, oh, they're Canadian. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did not. There's a lot of things that we say different, but I didn't know process process yes, was one of them. That is definitely know. one that I always like, it always catches my ear for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I'm like going to be self-conscious. No, that don't, word, don't. Because I probably um, say it wrong. And I was originally from New York. So we like have a whole different like dialect in New York. Yeah. Like yeah. New York is. 
<laughs> okay, that's so funny. But anyway, we know that we can help people, right? If they just did this or that, you know, like we can get them pain-free or we can get them to perform better. So on that note, if you could sort of like wave your magic wand and bestow upon every runner one thing that will help them to enjoy running more, perform better, what would that one thing be? It could be like a, a training tip or a mindset shift. Like, what is that one thing that you're just like, why aren't you doing it like this? You know, like, I, I can help you. To be pain-free, is that the question? Mm -hmm. To be pain-free, to enjoy running more, to perform better. I think those are all one in the same, quite honestly. If you're not enjoying running, you're not going to be able to stick with it long enough to ever perform better or love it. It would be really mastering the six steps to growing as a runner. Um, and that's like the evolution of where I've gone since episode one of the podcast that you apparently listened to the intro. I, did. I'm, I, I definitely did not talk about six steps to growing as a runner then. I probably focused more on the physical aspect of what I knew as a physical therapist at the time before I even became a run coach. So I definitely didn't talk about the training besides like train smart with proper progression. That was kind of like the thing. But remember that original spark blueprint that I went on your show about, yes. right? Like that evolved into the six steps to growing as a runner. And yes. the, the big elements that got added to the spark blueprint essentially was nutrition and proper fueling for mm -hmm. not only races, but for your training runs. Like you have to master that. And then you have to master the mind. The mind yes. is so important. And that's been like the journey I've been on in the last year really is trying yes. to improve that area of yep. the mindset, whether it's during training or keeping calm and getting into good self-care mm -hmm. strategies, right? Um, and then I guess the other element that was kind of new is the training, right? That was kind of like more specifics. But yep. the, kind of the recovery, the strengthening, obviously, that most runners don't do, that I've done my whole life, like those are super important. And then the race strategy, and like there is a strategy mm. to race. Um, For sure. Yes. So if you master those six steps, like that's literally, I almost feel like, but who knows? I'm sure it's going to evolve in five years from now. There's, yep. It, the of six course. steps might change and there might be something different. But like right now, I see like literally, if runners could just master these six steps, Mm -hmm. and learn mm -hmm. how to like maximize or optimize those mm -hmm. areas as opposed to just running where most people just focus on one of the buckets out of the six and yes. they don't dedicate the time learning the resources, whatever the case may be to the other five. And then they wonder why they get injured or they wonder why they never get faster or they wonder why, oh, I'm just getting too old for running. Like, hey, I happy birthday to you, by the way. You just had a birthday. I just had a birthday, right? Like, Literally, I'm 44 <laughs> and I've now run my, you know, fastest marathon, right? Mm -hmm. And I've run my fastest half marathon this year in the past seven years. So it's not age, yes. guys. It's not age. Exactly. So we exactly. need to optimize those six areas. And we, I, I find it so interesting in that we are always like teaching the thing that we need to learn the most or the thing that we've just learned. So it doesn't surprise me that you'll update that spark blueprint and now it's the six steps. And like you said, in five years from now, there might be tweaks to it as well. And that's just nor a normal process. Of, uh, did I say it again? Process? You said process. Pro 
Oh, you said I process. You like became Americanized right I, there. <laughs> I'm fluent in both languages. I'm fluent in both languages. <laughs> I did want to go there. So firstly, congratulations on your most recent marathon. You just ran the Cape Cod Marathon a few weeks ago, October 8th, was yes, it? Yes, yes. And you did a wonderful recap. Actually, I think that's how this episode came about because I was like, I hope you're going to do a, a recap because I loved the recap that you did about your marathon last year in Hartford. And you did a whole recap episode, which I thought was like fabulous. Like, I honestly think that people learn more when somebody shares about something that didn't go exactly according to plan as they do when we hear about all the wonderful, perfectly executed highs. But this marathon, so I'd encourage people to go back and listen to episode 198 because you did a wonderful recap there and you ran a 23 minute PR or as we like to say in Canada, PB <laughs> of uh, 340, three hours, 40 minutes and 38 seconds. And it sounds like you even had some challenges in that race, like weather related. You could have gone even faster if it weren't for this nasty headwind, it sounds like. So I have one question about the marathon because uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I was given a one hour time limit and we're almost <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> over. <laughs> um, would you rather now that you've run into straight into a headwind, would you rather run straight into a headwind or run in heat and humidity? My goodness. During a race or a training run? A race. Oh, you my have goodness. have to pick one. <laughs> I know. It's so hard. Oh, my goodness. I, I still would take the, the headwind, I think. You would? I, I okay. think I would. Because when it, it's dew point humid weather, like I feel like that is a wall. That yeah. like I felt like I was hitting... I didn't necessarily feel like I was hitting a wall. It was just frustrating that I'm running and I felt like I was running in place yes, <laughs> with yes. the headwind. Like heat and humidity is like, could be death. The worst. Like you feel mm -hmm. like literally you are hitting a wall. <laughs> like I think yes. about the hard training run I did a long run in Florida, in Southern Florida this year during my marathon training cycle. I think about that run and my coach had some marathon paced miles in it. And I'm like literally down near uh, Delray Beach. I'm right near the water. The views are great. And I'm trying to go at marathon. And there were some half marathon intervals in there, half marathon paced intervals. And I'm trying to do it. And literally I can't do it, but I also feel like dude, you're going to like overheat here. Like you're going to like start dropping like flies. Like this is getting like terrible. This feels yeah. terrible. And yeah, so I would say running into wind doesn't feel terrible. It's hard to do, but it doesn't yeah. feel terrible. Okay. I'm with you on that. I did have to think about it a little bit, but yeah, heat and humidity is essentially the death of endurance athletes and wind sucks, but at least you're like, cool down a little bit, right? It's a, right. Your sweat's evaporating off your skin a bit more than it would be in the humidity, right? So, okay. Um, would you do another one? You've done your three marathons now. Oh yeah. Would you no, do another one? Definitely. Yes. Do you have another one on the calendar that you want to share with us? Well, we'll see. I put in for the lottery for Chicago. Um, right. so I we did could put be there in. together. I'll That'd be, be there phenomenal. And we will definitely have live, to do a live show. show and it, will, it won't sound perfect. Party. 
Like people will be able to hear that we're doing a live show. Like yes. we'll probably have to do it like on our phones. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh gosh. How do you record a podcast on your phone? We'll be learning all new things. Um, that would be really fun. I would love to. So that. we'll so see. Keep me I, posted on I didn't get in last year, so we'll see. I, I guess the odds are a heck of a lot better than like trying to get in the lottery for, for New York. But yes. um, we'll see if, you know, round two. If I get in, if not, then I'll probably go with the original one that I was supposed to do this year, but I waited too long to actually register for my own race because I was too busy worrying about everyone else's races. Um, <laughs> so then I would probably go back to the wine glass. Wine glass. Um, yeah, that's supposed Corning, to be a good one. Um, so yeah. that was like early September. It was a weekend before like Chicago okay. and the Cape Cod Marathon. So I'd probably right. uh, try that one. But I am a big Close fan of trying... Um, you know, newer, newer races, destination, like let's make it a runcation and have one purpose of, you know, really hitting my goal. And I know Mm -hmm. you like to do a lot of the uh, destination races and yeah, I've seen your journey and like, you've done some really fun, cool places that you visited. So I I want to do that. I want to be like Carolyn. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, too funny. Okay. I have a few rapid fire or lightning round okay, yeah. um, questions to end the podcast. Are you up for that? Add a little spark. Let's do it. Add a little spark. Okay. Today we're recording. It is October 31st. Are you dressing up for Halloween? And what are you going to be? I am not. (laughs) I'm dressing up what I'm wearing now. (laughs) I know. I have actually a couple of calls. It's probably like the first Halloween that I'm totally like not even doing anything. You know, my girls are old. They're high school. So I guess a couple of friends are coming over and they're going to like watch a movie. But I don't even think my younger one, the freshman, she's too cool for school to even trick or treat anymore. Right. So I know. It's the end of an era. Yeah. Okay. Do you get trick-or-treaters to your house? Not really. For some reason, our block doesn't. Probably because we don't have sidewalks. That's probably a reason why. Um, But yeah, we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood. Fair enough. Um, Well, then my next question is, when do the Christmas decorations go up? (laughs) Uh, We are a big Christmas uh, celebrating family. I know. So there are a lot of lights that go on this house. And we have our annual Scotty holiday party that my whole family, my Scotty family uh, come over. And that's like the one time of the year, honestly, that we all get together. Um, So it's a very special moment uh, for me. And yeah, the lights go on right after Thanksgiving. I might try to get them up a little earlier. I'm not going to lie, especially because we just got tickets. My wife uh, got me for birthday tickets to Hamilton on Broadway, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, That's so exciting. I've loved that soundtrack for so long. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to try to maybe get some up a little before Thanksgiving, though it feels really weird to do it like before Yeah, it's a little tough. You almost have to transition because we we get together with family for Thanksgiving. So it's it's like that has to be over and then you move yes. on to Christmas. Well, then you can just become Canadian because we have Thanksgiving the weekend that you ran your marathon. So October 8th, like that weekend was our Thanksgiving. So you're and already so decorated. We always, yeah, no, like <laughs> literally we decorate the day after Remembrance Day. So my husband's in the military. So we kind of like do a Remembrance Day thing. And we're like, we can't possibly put the Christmas decorations up before Remembrance Day. But November 12th, up they go. Oh, so yeah. You so got you a good like, two weeks mm-hmm. on us. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Oh. 
There, there's no rules around this. You All get, right. You're an adult, Dwayne. You get to do what <laughs> you want to do, and your Christmas decorations can go up early November. Okay. I give you permission. Thank okay. you for that. Well, on that note, what is your uh, favorite food that you're looking forward to having on your Thanksgiving table this year? It's definitely my grandma's stuffing. Yeah. Grandma Scotty, got to give her the shout out. It's my grandma's recipe. I make it every year. We do a little Italian sausage in the stuffing. Mm, um, yum. I sounded very New York right there. I don't know if you noticed that. I said stuffing. <laughs> <You> did. <Yes. laughs> I don't know where that came out of. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess because I was talking about my grandma. Uh, and yeah, exactly. that was Long Island days. Um, so yes, the stuffing is 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 what, I, and I I do like turkey. I, I eat turkey though, like every week. So it's like not okay. new for me. Not but, that special. But I got to get that protein in, of course. Exactly. Okay. Wonderful. Um, on the run, are you a music guy or a podcast guy? I think I know the answer to this. So speed work and races, definitely music. Okay. Um, easy running and to start speed work or to end speed work, either podcast or I just started doing this the last like four months, maybe three months is silence and nothing. So okay. I've, been, I've been really doing that and it, it's been really helpful, especially when workload is high, stress levels are high, just to go out for that mental clearing run and just like looking around nature and hearing, you know, the sounds almost like a moving meditation. Um, so I've been it. getting into that. Hopefully I'll have more of that um, in the coming months, but I've been enjoying that, but it does get me a little bit backlogged. I'm not going to lie yes. on podcast listening and podcasts or... are piling up. Oh, no. <laughs> <Behind>. <laughs> the type a personality coming through. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Well, if you were listening to music or podcasts, what's one of your favorite podcasts? Please don't say inspired. You're not allowed to say inspired. <laughs> and um, what's one song that's on your uh, playlist? Oh, okay. Um, so podcast. Um, so if I'm listening to a running podcast, you know, what are like definitely, you know, strength running's up there. Definitely running rogue. Chris McClung. I know big fans of his show. Um, those are up there. And yeah, it depends like what I'm looking for flavor wise, right? Right. Um, if I want to get a nice little round table, like I'm listening to like Rambling Runner or Relay, their new oh, yeah, platform. Um, and then Stephanie, my coach is on that. So then, you know, I got to listen to that as well. Um, yeah. So those would be like, you know, the running ones or, and, you know, I, it depends like if I'm looking for like someone else's take. I do like to listen to new shows too. And just to kind of hear what's out there um, and what's in kind of the space. Um, I, I also really enjoy listening to Elizabeth at Running Explained. I know. Um, she's awesome. Yeah. And I she's loved so, your episode with her. Actually. Yeah, she's so genuine, honestly. Yes. And she's someone who, like yourself, like I feel like we really connected like mm -hmm. on the episodes that we've done together. So yes. yeah, whenever she has a topic that I'm like interested in, I'll listen to her uh, podcast. Yeah. And then I like to listen to some business-related podcasts because, again, yes. my background is not in business and I do have a business. Uh, so I need to learn more, right, on how to run that business efficiently. And uh, so I kind of geek out in that, in that realm. Cool. 
Okay. Um, I do know from your episode last year with Allie Eldridge for one, not last year, I guess it was two years ago for your hundredth episode that you love board games. You're a big board game family. So what is one of your favorite board games to play with your family? Yeah, I would say our, our staples are Clue. Clue is a classic. Like we just, and especially once the girls got older and they like knew how to play it. Now it's like, highly competitive. So my cousin, Brett, who's like my brother, basically, uh, you know, and his family's over, we're like so competitive and yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but that sequence, um, Uno and Uno attack, you know, that's always a, a good one when you get the cards like shooting out at you, you know, you try to like hit the ding and there's yeah. like nothing that shoots <laughs> out. And then you get like 10 cards and everyone screams like, Hey, uh, that's awesome. And that's good with like the younger ones. So like my goddaughter, Brett's daughter, Thea, she's like, you know, they, she's running us basically on like Uno attack, you know, she's yeah. like killing yeah. all the adults. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those are our, our staples. I think the Scotty family celebrations sound like a lot of fun. If I'm ever in the New Hampshire area, I think uh, Connecticut um, yeah. area, I think I might uh, pop in. <laughs> Definitely. Got to come to a Scotty holiday party or gathering. Yeah, we, yeah. Know, how to, we know how to party. <laughs> okay. Um, final question. Dancing with the stars or so you think you can dance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um I personally haven't watched them in a long time, but I used to watch them way back in the beginning. Um, I would have told you, so you think you could dance because yeah, I, I think a lot of had more interesting dancing in it, but then dancing with stars, I used to love partnering work and lifts. So I always mm -hmm. love watching the lifts, my wife and daughter, Gabby, who was the dancer now volleyball player, but they like definitely watch all the episodes of like dancing with stars they saw like the live show a couple of times so they're like fully into that um the okay. last couple of years but yeah unfortunately i haven't watched any of those episodes so if you are ever on dancing with the stars who would your celebrity partner be <laughs> i don't even know a good celebrity partner name anymore but <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know if 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 j-lo could be like Ooh, that an option would be a like one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay Okay. Will she be at our um, running dance party? Absolutely. Um, we're, we're nachos doing, and, and guac party. We're having guac. We're doing the salsa. We're dancing okay. salsa. Oh, other one. Mm -hmm. So we are doing some salsa, uh, maybe some merengue, a little cha-cha. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, here's something that maybe you didn't know about me. I was actually in a local Dancing with the Stars, like spin-off knockoff thing. What? Um, are you serious? Yes. So I danced to um, Candyman by Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll send you a video. I after. Have to, yes, we'll please. <laughs> <laughs> please send yeah. that video. I'm posting that when we air this episode. <laughs> we had eight weeks to learn to dance. So it was like a little different than the format of Dancing with the Stars. It was just like local people that own businesses and, and stuff like that. So we both got trained by the dancer. So neither of the people were dancers. Um, but then we had eight weeks to learn a dance with the help of, of somebody that knew dance. So it was very fun. And then we performed it live in front of like 1400 people or something. That's amazing. <laughs> for like a fundraiser. Yeah. Were you truly a novice? Like you didn't do ballroom 100%. dancing whatsoever? I mean, I, I like did gymnastics when I was young, but right. I had zero dance 
background. Wow. So I had eight weeks. And actually, then the next day, I ran my first marathon. <laughs> what? Are yes, you serious? Was in, it was in 2015. So I was I was a little younger then. And I could like bang out a dance on Friday night. And then, oh, I think I had, I think it was Sunday morning, the marathon. I had to go drive there into Vermont. It was in, it was the Vermont city marathon. So I had a little ah. drive on the Saturday and then, yeah. But anyway, this isn't about me. So, um, <laughs> final question. I know I said I had a, I already asked you the final We're going to do that for like the next more. hour, by the way. I hope you guys yeah, are ready exactly. for like a two hour episode. <laughs> I'm so over time. I'm going to get fired. Here. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could change one thing about the misconception oh about being a podcast host, what would that be? The one thing about being a podcast host that it's easy, that it's, mm-hmm. you know, you just talk into a microphone and you're done. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of behind the scenes work and yes. a lot of planning that goes in. So that And I hope that really came through in this episode. Like that's really what I wanted people to understand as well, like being a fellow podcast host, it's not just the hour or hour 20, as the case may be here, that we put in recording this conversation. It's all the prep work beforehand and all of the post-production stuff afterwards and making the graphics on social media. And there's so much that goes into it. And you are amazing at what you do. This has been amazing and everything that I imagined plus more. I'm so grateful uh, that you agreed to be in the hot seat of your own show and trusted me with the hosting duties. Um, Hopefully I didn't make you sweat too much. My questions weren't too hard, but on behalf of all of your listeners, your patients, your students, your clients, thank you for all you do for on behalf of the running community to educate us, empower us, and be a role model for us. Thanks for all of you for listening today. I hope this episode made you smile and that you learned something new about Dwayne. He will be back in the hosting seat next week. And until then, let's maintain a strong body, a strong mind, and let's just keep on running. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. And thank you. Honestly, honestly, (laughs) thank you for taking the time to like actually prepare for this because you're the one who put in all the work for this. I really didn't. So thank you, Carolyn. This has been a truly special conversation and Yeah, I've enjoyed it and I cannot believe the time did pass this quickly because I still feel like I want to talk to you. But we're going to end the episode now because no one else is going to listen. And hopefully, guys, we'll be talking to you at episode 600, maybe 800, maybe 1,000. Who knows? Um, Yes. Yeah, let's just keep on podcasting. Let's keep on running. Got to be consistent, just like our running. And I've been consistently showing up for you guys here each and every week for 200 weeks. Until next time. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Healthy Runner podcast, where we help you get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. If you found this content valuable, here's five ways we can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of our six steps to growing as a runner framework at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash grow. Two, follow our Instagram page at Spark Healthy Runner. Three, join our free group by searching Healthy Runner in Facebook. Four, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Spark Healthy Runner. 
five. Leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more experts in the running field and bring those lessons and trainings back here right to you. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of Healthy Runner so you can maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and just keep running. Lastly, if you've been struggling with the constant injury cycle, not eating the right foods for running, or not getting faster as a runner, and you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner, head to sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching to apply for a one-on-one signature coaching program. Thank you again. I really, truly mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening and sharing this podcast with a running friend who can use the help. Now go and crush your run today. See you next week.